What's up, you cute bitches? I'm back at it again. Actually, I did want to say something. The new transitions that they added are so great. Like, I'm just going to keep this one that I have. So try to try to remember it because it's going to be the new one for like until I can get like an actual artist to make me like a cool song or something. But um, cool episode. I didn't even do my catchphrase, dude. I got to do my catchphrase. I'm sorry. You know, you think after like seven or eight rounds of Yu-Gi-Oh, my brain would be on full firing, but it's not. Um, what's up, gamers? Wow, that was nice. But I thought today I would kind of go over. Um, I thought I would go over my flunder list. Yeah, I know, right? How much brain dead can you be? Um. I'd like to talk about that. I'll talk about the tournament that I played in today. I got actual first place, which is, like, crazy. Um, I didn't think I'd get first place at all, period. But I would really take it. I've been working really hard um, with this deck and, like, labbing a little bit and, like, learning different, well, different interactions. But I think the main thing is really is just learning different interactions. And I actually used the extra deck twice today, which actually saved me probably two games so i'm pretty excited to try it out so i'll kind of talk about my list first so um i'm gonna sort it out actually i'm gonna talk about the tournament first and then sort this out at the same time so that way like we're not doing this shit forever because i know how that shit is and it sucks so um we'll talk about the tournament today so, I was talking about I was playing Flunder, so I did play Flunder. Um, so, my round one opponent was Cyber Dragon, which is, it was interesting. So, game one, uh, I lost almost every die roll today. I would just like to say that. My die rolls were absolutely awful. Not a single one went the way that I wanted it to go. And that was just kind of like the whole motion for the entire event. Like, I did not win a single die roll. I was pretty much always going second on that first, like, go-ahead. And then if I won, it was good. But if I didn't, it kind of sucked. But round one, I played Cyber Dragon, like I was saying. And so game one, uh, he went first. He, I D-shifted. Uh, drew D shifter. It was nice. Um, he kind of looked at his cards <laughs> for a second and he was like, yeah, nah, I'm not playing through this, but he set up a couple, um, like decent, again. he set up an X, uh, uh, what is it? Infinity? I think that's what it's called. The one that that's good, I guess. I don't play cyber dragons. I don't know a lot about cyber dragons. All I know is he set that up and passed. So my hand was a little awkward, but I remember my draw for turn was a Rabina, and I was like, okay, so I think I can play. I just have to get something decent off this duality. So I dualityed, and sure enough, I saw a Dark Ruler no more. <laughs> and uh, Dark Rulered, and I just played, cleared his board, Set up my um, Empen and the Trap. And that kind of led me that first game. Because I think 
once you establish the impin, it makes it hard for your opponent to play. Because a lot of times, um, that one impin leads to more like value than anything. I, I feel like it's not always about what impin does as a card a lot of times. Because yes, it's annoying to play against. However, I think at also at the same time, it's the, the amount of value you get from one card. And it's not it's and then the great thing about that card too is it's not once per turn. So it's a soft once per turn on like copies, I'm pretty sure, or I don't even think it's a once per turn at all. Something like that. So getting the double value off of it is really good. That actually came up in my last round. So the double value is good. So I play for value and I won the game one. So game two. I put in nine going second cards. So I'll talk a little bit about my side deck, but my side deck was mainly to go second because I knew that was my biggest weakness. Because going first, I can set up the same board pretty much every time, but going second, I cannot play through a lot of negates. Uh, and hand traps kill me. So I said, in my head, I was like, I should play nine going second cards, and then I should play Dark Ruler no more in the main so that way I can... I can get to my combo pieces, and at the same time, preventing my opponent from interacting with me is the perfect way to play. So, um, game two. Game two was interesting. Um, I had the worst hand I had seen all day today, other than the second to last round. Um, It was unplayable. Honestly, he... Set up something and I scooped. It was just no, I was not playing. Um, game three, game three, I opened the nuts. I even had two harpy feather storms, um, because that's my going first card, and so I just harpy feather stormed him, and then I rise up, put harpy feather storm on the top, and harpy feather stormed him again, and it just kept looping. So that game, I absolutely killed him. So that was great. Uh, that was my first win. So round two, I'm trying to remember, um, what was round two? It was, oh my god, was it round two? Was the most forgettable round? <laughs> oh man, it was so many rounds. Oh god, who did I play? Oh no, um. Forget what exactly I played, but I'm pretty sure it was a 2 0. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I 2 0'd him. Yes, I believe I 2 0'd him. I forget what I played against, but I'm I 2 0'd. It, it was a quick game. Um, Flunder just nets you so much value that I it, it's more about the recurability, so like making sure that you can get all your plays off on your opponent's turn and like making them play around you is like the perfect example why I love this deck and it's like an amazing control deck. So I was pretty happy going in. I was like, okay, so I'm, I'm doing good right now. I'm, I'm playing well. Can, can we, can we play? Can we win a third, a third one? And, uh, the answer was no. <laughs> I played against dinos. And I used to play dinos, so I know how dinos play. Here's the hard part. 
when you break twice and you can't play the game, it doesn't help. So game one, I opened absolutely unplayable. Going second, I, I saw no going second card. I didn't see Dark Ruler. Didn't see Ash. I literally saw nothing. And it was literally Rabina, and that was my only starter. And I had nothing protected like a Book of Moon or an Advent. So I was like, yeah. Um, I couldn't do anything. He literally set up Appaloosa, and I was like, well, I'm fucked, right? Um, game two. My hand is three D-shifters. Three D-shifters. Uh, Impin and an Admin. So I'm like, okay, I D-shifter here, so he can't interact with me too much. I Admin for Impin. So I go for D-shifter, and he gammas it. And I'm like, that really sucks. But it's okay, I still have Admin, and I have Impin. I Admin... Banishing Impin for cost. Ash. Well, my turn is over. <laughs> and he proceeded to OTK me. So yeah, that round went awful. Um, that was probably my hardest round. I, I didn't feel like I had a fair chance just because of like my hands. But at the same time, that's just part of the deck. Like I knew the deck was going to brick. It is sometimes a very bricky deck, and you will see hands that are unplayable at times. And I knew that coming in, so I wasn't, like, too perturbed. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. It happens, right? So then um, the last round of Swiss. So we played four rounds of Swiss, and then we cut to a top eight because this was, like, 30 people. So it wasn't too big, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, you're so good or, like, this. It, it was more of, like, me just trying to play to my abilities, and I was just trying to – I wanted to prove that Flunder is still good regardless of what people say. So my round four, I played against ABC, uh, Therion. Game one, um, I D-shiftered, and I kind of kept his pieces out um, of the grave, and I'm pretty sure I won that one. I kept the momentum on my side, and um, I made sure to not let him get any advantage. And I made sure to get so with with ABC. The best part is is don't let him get any pieces in the graveyard. Banish, and then when he went for the Regulus, I just banished the target. I DD crowed the target. So game two, um, he just absolutely wrecked me. There was just nothing I could do. Um. I was fucked from the beginning. Um, my hand was playable, but he set up a pretty intense board. It was the ABC Dragon Buster, Appaloosa, um, and I think Regulus with a negate. So I couldn't really play that well. Um, I didn't see any going second cards. Or, no, hold up. I'm totally wrong. I'm... Totally wrong. Hold up. I'm an idiot. Let me backtrack here. Actually, I lost game one, and I won game two. It's just the reverse. It's the same thing. The same thing happened. It's just the reverse. I. Oh, man. It's been a long day. 
But the reverse happened in each of those games. So then game three comes around, and I'm like, what do I side against this deck? I need I, – I cannot let him get going. And he was going first. So I'm like, I have an idea. So I side in every going second card that I have. I'm playing – this is what I was playing. Three Dark Ruler, three Evenly Match, three Raigeki, and three Nib. I believe. Yes. So I was going for it all. So my turn my draw for turn was not good. It was evenly matched, dark ruler, empen, uh duality and unexplored wins. So I was not sure what to do. So he went for his board. I was like, okay, draw for turn. This is this is it. My draw for turn was DD Crawl. So I'm like, well, that is not good for me. So I Dark Rulered no more. So I'm like, okay, I can at least break his board here. So I Dark Rulered, went for evenly matched. Um, so that was good. I duality. I didn't see anything good. It was literally. Oh, it was a map. I grabbed a map. So now I'm like, well, I still can't really play. So I activated Unexplored Winds, revealed my Eaglin, put it on the bottom, drew, and by golly, if it wasn't um if it wasn't Rabina, it was Rabina. It, it drew Rabina, and from there I comboed off and won. And that one was really close. Um, thanks to my going second cards. <laughs> so then we cut the top eight. So top eight, round one, is Drytron. And Drytron was an interesting matchup. So this guy that I was playing was very good. Uh, he's a judge. Um, he's known to be a really good player. So it was really hard for me to play. But the good thing is, is he was playing the Vanity's Ruler um, version of Drytron. So... Vanity's Ruler says that you can't special summon monsters. Well, it turns out that I don't special summon any monsters. So it was, he had to really like think around my entire strategy and he was doing well, but he had to rearrange his, everything he was doing. And I feel like he misplayed and couldn't like build the board he wanted to because he had to change his entire board for me. Because a, a lot of people right now are really disrespecting Flunder. Like, it, the disrespect is crazy. Like, people hate the deck and they'll side for it, absolutely. But, like, they don't respect it at all. They think, oh, it's a dead deck. It's not that good. So they're not expecting it and they're going to come into it and they're not going to realize that, like, hey, this deck is really good and it can do a lot. Why are people not playing this? And the answer is, is because... I'll be honest, it's just not as fun sometimes, and that's absolutely correct. I have fun with it, but I feel like a lot of people don't have fun with it, and that's totally understandable, because it is a brain-numbing deck sometimes. So, game one, uh, we go back and forth, back and forth. Um, but I slowly pull it out right at the end. Game two, he draws off the top zombie world and just activates it and 
I wasn't expecting the Drytron player to activate Zombie World. So I was like, I didn't side an out for this. Because I didn't think he would actually just activate Zombie World. Because I felt like he would have had other side deck options. But he not. He just, he had it. So I was like, well, I guess I gotta go to game three. I literally have no out to this. So game three, um, I'm going first. My hand is less than impressive. It's honestly not that good. But the great thing about this game is his hand was also very bad. <laughs> I D-shiftered, and we both took three turns to play. Like, it was literally draw. He summoned, like, a Cyber Angel Natasha or something and just kept swinging for a little bit of damage. And then finally, I top-decked Rubina. And I had map, and I was like, okay, well, we're full comboing now. So I full comboed him, and I controlled the game, and then I slowly swung. Because what I did is I ended up summoning two Empens, going for unexplored wins, and then tributing, slowly tributing the cards he had, so that way he couldn't tribute them for other ritual stuff. And then also I was using Stree to banish a lot of the ritual monsters. Because I didn't want him to like get any advantage off the Ben 10 or get any advantage off all the Cyber Angel cards. Because I was worried about that. So I'm like, I'm just going to like stree everything. Like I don't even care. Like I don't know. I don't honestly personally don't know a lot about Drytron. But my first instinct is if they don't have any ritual monsters, I doubt they can play. <laughs> so I was like, let's just get rid of all the ritual monsters. So after that... I slowly and surely uh, OTK'd him. It, it was like round game, or what am I saying? Turn six or turn seven, because today I took a different approach. Usually I'm a little bit more aggressive with the way that I play, but I took a second and thought about it, and I feel like I was playing way too aggressive a lot of times. And this deck is an aggressive deck. Like, it is a little bit of aggressive. You want to, you want to, Make sure your presence is known, but at the same time, you don't want to go overboard. And I felt like a lot of times I was going too overboard and I wasn't thinking long term. And I think changing that mindset really helped today because I felt like I was controlling the game more instead of just like, oh, I'm just going to do the normal play because it's what everybody does, right? Because there were a lot of times. So at first, when I was labbing, I was actually playing two barrier statue. And like the more I played, the more I realized like, I didn't need I I didn't need the second barrier statue because a lot of times I wasn't even summoning it like it was good like when I did summon it but a lot of times like I I was much rather go for the more utility cards off of Rubina a lot of times Stree was clutch in my final like my the final match of the the OTS championships I was like yeah so I ended up barely pulling that one out against Drytron. Game two, poor Jake. I just, I just want to say, I'm sorry, Jake. Um, yeah, he he just bricked twice. It, we literally didn't play. We just stared at each other. He drew five bad hands, and then I, I don't think he realized. So with um, is it Rocks Rose Dragon? You have to use it as synchro material to get the summon the other one, and he didn't know that. So he went for Striker Dragon, and then he tried to activate, and I was like, oh shit. You can't. It's like has to be synchro material. And he's like, "Damn, you're right. <laughs> that sucks." And I was like, "Yeah." So um, that didn't really happen. 
So final match I play against uh I think it's I think it was just Dogmatica Eldritch. I was a little confused, but it was fine. I, I didn't see a lot of floodgates, so I was okay with it, right? So it was a super grindy game. It was so grindy. It was a grind fest. Game one, I controlled the game for the most part. But at the end, he ended up, uh, I misplayed because um, I went too far with the Ryza and he ended up swinging for game. Game two, though, um, he set up a pretty decent board. Oh, he was playing Adventure, too. He was playing Adventure for some reason, too, in it. So I baited. The good thing about this is he played well, but he didn't know what the Flunder cards did, which was kind of weird. Um, but he was a really good Eldritch player, but he didn't know what my cards did. So a lot of times I was going for more of a bluff rather than actually playing. Because, so for example, uh, if you didn't know the map, um, you can activate as many maps as you want. Just the effect is once per turn. So actually on my game two, um, my hand was three maps, uh, a Rabina, and an Evenly. So I just kept debating his interaction with my map. And then I evenly matched, and he had to wander and griffin it, because obviously he wants to protect his board. And then it let me to where I could Rabina and then control the game from there. And um, actually, that game, I went for the the utility. That's where I went for Double Empen. And the reason I played Double Empen is just for this reason. When you have Unexplored Wins, you want to get Unexplored Wins against a back row deck so you can just start tributing their stuff. Because what I do is I get unexplored wins, I get Stree, and I just start going ham, banishing everything out of the graveyard for them. So that way they, they can't reset those traps in the back row. And if you can banish an Outlitch, it's better than anything against them. So then the game three was just a, a slugfest. It was back and forth, back and forth. But luckily enough, Advent Adventure... Gave me 500 life points. And right as game was called. He burned me for like 2k or something. And he, he couldn't he couldn't swing and go into battle phase. So I won in time. So it was a grindy boy. Uh, I got a trophy. Um, when the picture comes in. I'll, I'll post it on my Twitter. Um, but now I'll tell you my deck profile. Like what I was playing. So, I was playing three Eaglin. Uh, obviously, you play three Eaglin. Uh, three Rabina. That should be a, a, the best card in the deck. It's the starter. You should always play it. Uh, one Stree, one Talkin. Um, if you're playing Extrav, I would recommend bumping up Stree or Stride to two. Um, but for me, I'm playing Prosperity, so I don't really have to worry about that. So, for Big Birds, I'm playing two Empen, a Mistalia Apex Avian, and a Ryza. So I used to play two Ryzas. However, I've been really, really, really liking the um, Apex Avian off of Unexplored Wins. Because I, I, I think that's a really good interaction. And also, I Avian came in clutch a couple times today. So Hand Traps, I only play six. I play three D-Shifter and three Ash. Um, I, used, I was playing Imperms at one point, but I just feel like... For me personally, I'd rather have the going second something 
And also, I feel like Ash and D-Shifter are perfect. Like, they interact just enough. Then for the other stuff I'm playing, like monster-wise, I'm playing a Barrier Statue and a DD Crow. Um, that's just obvious. Uh, you want to play DD Crow because you can search it, and it's good against, like, Outledge, stuff like that. And also, you want to play Barrier Statue because why not play a Floodgate, you know? Uh, for spells, I'm playing two Book of Moon. Um, I think two is perfect. I wouldn't bump it up. I think I saw it enough. Um, and the great thing about Book of Moon is it's an offensive card, and it's also a defensive card. So um, I was I was pretty happy with the ratio on that. Uh, one called by the grave, uh, it's good. Say no more. So I was playing three advent, three map. I've seen a lot of people bump uh, advent or map to two. I think that's just wrong. I think you just play as much consistency as possible. Um, one unexplored wins. If I could say anything today, unexplored wins was the MVP for me. Um, I might actually consider bumping this up to two, but I think right now as it is, I think it's fine. I'd have to lab some more. So for the pot cards, I'm playing three duality and, uh, three prosperity. Um, I think prosperity is the better option. Um, you can play extra it's just not as good uh, just compared to dual or compared to prosperity prosperity just does so much for you it gets you your going second cards it gets you a bird it, it, it's it's for the search ability that that's what your main focus is um then for my spicy so i play three dark ruler no more in the main this was the most clutch card of the day other than unexplored wins Dark Ruler No More won me by itself two matches, I would say. Um, just being able to just Dark Ruler No More somebody and just play. Like, that's the most important part about this deck, is if you can play, you have the best resource loop in Yu-Gi-Oh! And one of the, some of the most annoying cards for your opponent to deal with is just being able to play. And I think Dark Ruler No More was perfect for letting you play. Um, and then one, uh, Dreaming Town. Um, I think it's fine at one. It's searchable. Um, most of the time, you just grab it off stream and talking. So it's not a big deal. So the extra deck, the only thing that ever matters in the extra deck is that I'm playing the Assembled Nightingale, the Zeus, the Downard. And then also, I am playing... Um, Area the Water Charmer, because I saw a video on Keysby TCG where you can actually steal um, a Hauk in the graveyard and then make access code with it, which is kind of cool. And then Promenade Thrush actually can help you shuffle uh, Zombie World back. So my side deck is probably the most important part of this. So I was playing 3 Nib. Uh, this was the worst card in the side deck. Um, I would definitely change it for something. I, I didn't even see it today, and it was not impactful at all. Um, Harpy Featherstorm was great. I played three of them. Um, going first, it's just nuts. Um, your opponent, literally, it says, you're not playing. Um, three Twin Twister. Um, Twin Twister was great. I like, I've seen a lot of people play two Twin and Harpy Feather Duster in the side. My thing is I always want a quick play. I want something that can play quick. I want something I can chain to something. Like if they flip 
anti-spell, I can chain Twin Twister to it. I want something that's fast. I don't want a slow, clunky Harpy Feather Storm, even if it does more damage. Um, three Raigeki. Um, I was actually playing something else other than Raigeki, but I wanted something that was more going second, like I said, because the main problem with the deck, like I said, is going second. You, you have to find a way to break boards. And then finally, three evenly matched, another MVP of today. Um, just banishing someone's entire field face down really fucks them over. Like, a lot of decks can't come back from that. There's, like, a couple decks, but not many. But that was that was really it for my little mini deck profile. I wanted to thank you guys so much for, like, listening, like, supporting me. Um, it's been a hard week this week, you know, with everything. I posted about it on my Twitter. Um, I'm okay, but I wanted to thank you guys for, like, all the messages and stuff that I got. Um, I honestly really appreciate it and uh it makes me happy and it makes me want to like keep continuing to like post weekly on this podcast um so i just wanted to thank you guys so much and please uh i wanted to start this new thing uh review me on apple podcasts or like spotify i want to start like reading reviews on the actual like podcast so if you leave a review um I will read it on the podcast when we first start it. So please go on Apple Podcasts, give me a five star, leave something cool, funny. I don't care. I'm going to read it. Well, unless you say like, you know, slurs or something, I'm not going to say that. But like, please just, you know, put something cool on there. But thank you guys so much for listening and uh, chirp, chirp, motherfuckers.